Star Wars 7x7, episode 733. Today we begin another series of looks at Star Wars Celebration Europe, concentrating on the events of Friday, July 15th, and letting you know the sorts of things that we're hoping to cover here at Star Wars 7x7 for your entertainment. Punch it, Chewie. Hey there, this is Tim McMahon, Helen's co-host from the Expanded Comic Verse Podcast. But hey, you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, a daily Star Wars podcast, seven minutes a day, seven days a week. How awesome is that? Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and it is shocking to think that we are just about a week away from Star Wars Celebration Europe. It starts on the 15th, so we are, what, nine days away? Yeah, Wednesday to Friday, nine days away from Celebration Europe. And a week from today, we will be transferring ourselves over from Ireland to London and setting up shop not too far away from the Excel Center where the big event is happening. Now, I gotta say, the main event happening on Friday at Celebration Europe is the Rogue One panel. And it's not happening in the same way that it happened at Star Wars Celebration Anaheim with The Force Awakens. That panel, The Force Awakens panel, actually kicked off Celebration Anaheim and was the very first thing. So there was a huge lineup, of course, for it. People lining up for the night before to be able to get into the live Celebration stage where everybody was actually on stage as opposed to being shunted off into one of the other stage rooms where everybody saw it stream via video and this time it's going to be a little bit different instead of it being the leadoff thing it's actually happening six hours into the event so it's actually happening at 4 p.m eastern i'm sorry not 4 p.m eastern <laughs> me 4 p.m local time is what i should be saying and the event actually starts at 10 a.m local time so yeah it's going to be a good six hours before they actually get to the rogue one panel So for me, this causes a bit of a quandary because I'm not really sure if I want to stand in line. I'm operating under the presumption that there's going to be a huge line to be able to get in to the celebration stage to watch live. Or if at this point I can say, eh, you know what, I can be shunted off into one of the streaming video ones. That's okay. I'm going to have the rest of the family with me as well. So that may factor into things. I've been told that Lonnie is already prepping the kids for the fact that I might be not around on Thursday in London because I might be standing in line for a place at the celebration stage. I don't know. I guess we're going to have to play that by year, especially if it means that I'm going to have to miss a good chunk of what happens at Celebration Europe on Friday prior to the Rogue One panel. Now, one thing I'm sure I'm going to hit And at this rate, I think I may just try to hit this pretty quickly, is the Rogue One props exhibit. And that's similar to the Star Wars The Force Awakens exhibit that they had at Celebration Anaheim. What I learned from doing the Celebration Anaheim thing is that it will be much less crowded, more than likely, on the Friday than it will on the Saturday and Sunday. I went on the Saturday, and though it ended up working out okay, even though I was in line for quite a long time, I actually got to meet and talk to a lot of very cool people. I still, I guess all things being equal, may have preferred a shorter wait for that. You know, I wouldn't trade the Anaheim experience for the world, but I think this time around I might want to go a little bit faster through the line. And so in that case, I would definitely want to try to see the Rogue One props exhibit on Friday as opposed to Saturday and Sunday when it will be more widely available to the general public. Friday and Sunday tickets are actually still on sale, shockingly. Saturday is totally sold out, so you know for sure that that's going to be a hugely crowded day. 
But when we get into the Rogue One exhibit, we will be doing live video for you. So we'll walk you through the exhibit and we'll be able to show you exactly what sorts of things they have on display there. So be sure to keep an eye on our Twitter feed. That's twitter.com slash SW7X7podcast if you're on the desktop or just search SW7X7podcast on your Twitter app. And stay tuned in. You'll get notifications when we go live. We'll be posting that through Periscope. And yeah, it should be quite a lot of fun. We did a similar thing with Anaheim in the Force Awakens exhibit, and I expect this one will be just as cool, if not more so. Well, all right, yeah, Force Awakens was pretty darn cool. They've got definitely a a serious hurdle to clear if they want to be cooler than what they did for TFA. Meanwhile, and as usual, they are presenting some very hard choices in the programming. For me, at least, the couple that are really pulling at me include a... A conflict between the Ahsoka's Untold Tales panel, which talks about Ahsoka Tano, the character from the Clone Wars, and now Star Wars Rebels, and it features Ashley Eckstein, the voice of Ahsoka Tano, along with Dave Filoni, the executive producer of Clone Wars and Rebels, and Pablo Hidalgo from the Lucasfilm Story Group talking about different stories about Ahsoka's past. That is playing alongside the hour with Mark Hamill, and... Yeah, how <laughs> do you decide? I'm not entirely certain. I may end up leaning towards storytelling and going with Ahsoka's panel. Not anything against Mark Hamill. I think it would be radical to see him, especially since I've just had the opportunity to pull a perfect pint at the same pub that he was at when he was filming The Force Awakens. So, yeah, you know, it's it's going to be a tough call. I think I may end up seeing Ahsoka, though. Later on, and probably not too tough a decision, we'll be checking out the droids of The Force Awakens situation. And then later on after that, there's one that deals with Star Wars archaeology with folks from Industrial Light and Magic sharing some never-before-seen photos and other things about the sets of Star Wars, and that's actually going to conflict with a DK publishing panel on the behind-the-scenes work on The Force Awakens Visual Guide and Cross-Sections books, and yeah, another tough one. I mean, do you go with history or do you go with the current stuff? I don't know. I'd love to hear what your thoughts on that are. If you would go to something about the nostalgic, about the vintage stuff, or you want to see the direction in which they're building. So chime in with your comments at the blog post for the show's episode at SW7X7.com. Friday is also going to feature some fascinating stuff with costuming organizations, including the Mandalorian Mercs and the Rebel Legion. They're going to have a Darth Maul makeup tutorial and a cosplay thing going on. They've also got the Fets Daniel Logan and Jeremy Bullock on stage for an hour for an interview situation, which is pretty cool. There are going to be a couple of different podcast segments, including Amy Ratcliffe. Uh, she's not going to be actually doing it, I don't think. I can't imagine where she's going to find time, considering she's going to be on all these stages. But Full of Sith and Lattes with Leia is actually having a spot broadcasting along with another four podcasts and it should be a really interesting day no matter what your fancy is whether you're into the stories whether you're into the collecting whether you're into the gaming you're going to have your fill of stuff at star wars celebration europe on friday the 15th and i'd love to know what you are excited about and what you're going to be checking out so do share those thoughts at the comments of the blog post for the show's episode at sw7x7.com 
Hey Rebel Rouser, you know how I just got done talking about the beauty of the stuff that the visual effects folks in The Force Awakens do? Well, there's another beautiful thing that I gotta mention here as well, and that is the 3D holograms that Zebra Imaging has made, teaming up with Lucasfilm to create the world's first and only Star Wars 3D hologram collectibles. Check them out at sw7x7.com slash hologram to see Kylo Ren, the Death Star Trench Run, R2-D2 projecting Princess Leia, and let's not forget... Han Solo and Carbonite. That's the one that my mom wouldn't be able to stand. Oh, that scene made her so sad. <laughs> anyway, one more time, it's sw7x7.com slash hologram to see them for yourself. Hey, let's do a trivia question here for you. Listen, I've had a pretty messed up day. Last time we asked you how many characters actually handle the data file that contains the map to Luke Skywalker in The Force Awakens, and that's four, Poe Dameron, Lorsan Tekka, C-3PO, and BB-8. Today's question, how many planetary bodies, either planets or moons, if you will, do we see get annihilated by the Starkiller weapon in The Force Awakens? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you go out into an asteroid cave, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you want to join the inner circle of fans, become a patron of the show at patreon.com SW7x7. It doesn't feel like rock, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.